The trade deadline is less than 24 hours away, and your twins have some very specific needs. So in this Locked On Twins short, we're going to take a look at the five best hitters that would fit what the twins need. This is Locked On Twins and a Locked On Twins quick hit. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This Locked On Twins quick hit is brought to you by Game Time. You can snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On MLB for twenty bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You want concert tickets, playoff tickets, sports tickets, whatever you want, you can find it there. And there's a lowest price guarantee, and you get back. 110% of the difference if you can find a ticket in the same section and row for less someplace else. So again, game time app, create an account and use code lockdown MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Now we are in the process here of power ranking the top five fits for the twins on offense here as we come down the stretch to the uh, trade deadline. Easy for me to say. So before we get to the fab five, here are a few that would have made the list if things were a little bit different. All right. So Randall Gritchick and CJ Crone were options, but were traded from the Rockies to the Angels earlier this week. Um, Gritchick would have probably actually been number one on my list. Um, more so offensive fit because he crushes lefties, but holds his own against righties. You don't see a ton of that. In today's game, usually it's crushes lefties, and then the righties are, uh, we'll say, a liability to to call it fair. Um, but yeah, Crone, the need at first base is not as obvious. You know, depends on if the Twins planning are getting are planning on getting Alex Kirilov back healthy, playing first, or is he going to play left field? A lot of balls in the air there. So if there is an option for infielders, um, CJ Crone would be someone like that. Mark Canna also traded from the Mets to the uh, Brewers. So th those two guys would have been fits if uh, or those three guys actually would have been fits if, uh, if that had come to fruition. Also uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Lane Thomas are in the honorable mention category for me. McCutcheon is a great fit would have been near the top, but um, you know, he, he's going to stay in Pittsburgh. It's like Torrey Hunter in 2015, which I feel like I've said probably 10 different times on this program. Uh, and then Thomas, I think he's just going to, his price tag is going to be too high for the role he would fill on any team, let alone the Twins. Um, yes, he hits lefties. Uh, I've seen some pretty good defensive highlights of him, but in general, he's viewed as kind of a not great defensive outfielder. And so I think he's viewed as a starting caliber pre-ARB player for the, um, for, for what he's, going to be bringing back in a trade. Now, <laughs> even as we're recording, the uh, the trade market just continues to develop. Heimer Candelario, who was number three on my list, has already been traded to the Cubs. That literally just broke as we're talking. So Candelario would have been number three on my list. We'll drop him off there. Um, I'll explain the rationale when we, when we cut through there 
so that at least you know why um, why it would have been that way. Um, because he's underneath a guy that I think a lot of people would not really be that enthused about. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. Now, that means that our basically these guys would have to be for free or very, very cheap uh, would be Ramon Laureano and Jurickson Profar. Um, and I really like Joe Adele. That's a completely separate trade. If the Angels decided they wanted to make a move there, I would definitely give that a look as well. He's from the top of the draft when Royce Lewis was taken in 2017. So that would also be a fun move. But again, Heimer Candelario traded as we're in the middle of this. So the marketplace for right-handed hitters is um, it's really, really heating up. So with that said, we're going to have to find a new number five. And I think what I'll say is, and this is probably indicative of the fact that the, the market has thinned a fair amount, I think it's Loriano and Profar at number five. So um, Profar has been horrible, um, but what I come back to is if you can get Colorado to eat some money or if you are okay with taking it, he's hit lefties. He can play a little bit all over, which, again, appeals to the Twins, not necessarily uniquely, but the Twins like versatile guys. And then, to if, you know, like if they would have traded for Candelario and everybody comes back healthy, it's, you know, you can't move Candelario around the way you can um, Profar if he's playing well. If he's not, you just put him on the bench. Uh, so for me, Loriano and Profar, um, Ramon Loriano has also hit lefties. Pretty great defensive outfielder, at least has been in the past, and I think would probably come virtually free. Um, he's uh, he's getting into those expensive years for the Royals. Won't be a free agent until after 2025, but is making three and a half million this year, and has been a positive WAR player despite an 88 weighted runs created plus. So, I think I would take a chance on Loriano or uh, or Jerickson Profar for number five. And I think I lean Loriano um, in the sense that I think he's got a little more helium. You know, he's a younger player and has a little more left in his, uh, a little more juice left in his legs. Next up on the list, and we've already seen Paul Stewald traded away from the Mariners, but Teoscar Hernandez. Now we saw up front what, um, what Teoscar Hernandez's defense looks like it's it's bad it's real bad and he strikes out a lot but he's making 14 million so the mariners are going to want to flip that against lefties he's got an 883 ops granted a 31 to 3k to walk ratio um and he probably won't cost anything depending on how much you're willing to pick up so again if you can people keep saying make these moves without taking away from the future this is the exact way you do that. This is how you make those trades. And where Grichuk would have come into play for me again is right-handed hitter hits lefties but holds his own against righties. That puts him above T. Oscar Hernandez for me. Um, you know, little too little, uh, too little too late on that front. But that's the rationale. Um, 
Now, number four on the list, and as we see it coming across the ticker now, AJ Pollock traded out of the Mariners along with utility man Mark Matthias. Um, I'd go get Ty France. And Ty France is uh, not someone that I think a lot of fans would be super psyched about, but uh, just from watching him, I I love the way he hits. This year's been a down year. There's no denying that. Um, I know he has drawn the ire of uh, Mariners fans all season long, but um, he's played mostly first base. He's played some third in his career. He's played some second in his career. I don't know how sold you have to be on either of those, but um, first base, he I think is considered a pretty good defensive first baseman. He would be arbitration eligible after this year, free agent after 2025. Uh, only just turned 29, so he's not getting up there in years or anything. And if you could bounce buy on a bounce back, he hit 20 homers with a 124 OPS plus in 2022, 18 homers with a 128 OPS. Basically, here's the deal. From 2020 to 2022, Ty France has a 127 OPS plus, a 798 raw OPS, um, taking plenty of walks. He's hit 20 homers per 162. That is like a souped-up Donovan Solano. Um, uh, yeah, cause I mean, he, uh, his slash included hitting 285 over that span. Um, strikeouts are here and there. Uh, you know, there would be less of a factor than they've been for, uh, for the twins with a lot of their positions this year. So for me, Ty France, uh, again, first, second, third, he does not give you that outfield versatility, which to me kind of, um, backs everything up but he'd be number three on my list so we got ramon Laureano at five and jerks and profile at five because horse apiece um teoscar hernandez fourth ty france third now third would have been heimer candelario if he had not been traded back to the cubs um i like the fit just because he can play either of the corners at first and allows you to be a little more sticky on if you put um polanco at third if you put um, Royce Lewis at third, if you put whoever you could write a hot hand. Um, again, I keep coming back to the idea that infielders are kind of going to be tougher to, uh, fit onto this roster. And it's why I didn't have Justin, uh, Justin Turner on this list. And also too, I mean, I think, I think the Royal Rocky er, Red Sox, easy for me to say, are more likely to hold on to him, but another guy who hits lefties hard twins showed interest in the off season, yada, yada. Um, so I had Candelario third. I just didn't think he would be exceptionally expensive, but would fill a role this team could use. Um, he's been a good defender this year. And so, yeah, I mean, it would have made sense. Number two, Nick Senzel. And so Senzel has been kind of the forgotten man on the Reds. And part of it is because all the guys the Twins sent them are starting to get called up. Christian Encarnacion Strand, Spencer Steer, Matt McLean, Ellie De La Cruz has left Senzel looking for a place to play. In the last six games, he's played left field one game. He batted eighth, which, okay. Um, sitting behind Will Benson, who was traded from the Reds to, from the Guardians to the Reds in exchange for Steve Hajar, who was in the trade for, um, Tyler Malley. So again, twins angle everywhere here. Uh, but so Senzel um, or Senzel plays all over um, defensively. It eh, could go either way. And he was a huge big time prospect. He's 28. 
just turned 28 a month ago. He's not what you would call young anymore, but he's played third, center, left, right, and even a little bit of second base this year. Um, if he does anything growth-wise, it's a huge boon for you that he's not going to get with the Reds. Uh, he's hitting 328 against lefties this season. 149 weighted runs created plus. He's got a 392 on base, 552 slugging percentage. He walks against them. He doesn't strike out. He walks against everybody. And if you can give him a change of scenery, there's at least enough skill in there to think that you could maybe turn him into a guy. He hasn't been a guy at any point in his career. But again, former top prospect, 28 years old. It's basically Jerickson Profar a few years ago. So Senzel for me is the number two guy on the list because I think at his age and um, that sort of thing, you gamble because if you hit big, you have an everyday player somewhere for the next two seasons. So I, I think Senzel is a great fit. We haven't heard anything about it, but the Twins and Reds have certainly done business in the past. So to recap, before we go to number one, we've got... Loriano and Profar at number five, Teoscar at number four, Ty France at number three, Nick Senzel at number Senzel at number two, and then Tommy Pham, number one. And Tommy Pham is an impending free agent. He absolutely crushes left-handed pitching. He gives the Twins another option at the top of the order, taking his walks. Um, plays a little bit all over the outfield. And actually, I've seen places that say even though there's that reputation of him and the whole fighting over fantasy football thing, um, that he's actually viewed as a relative pos relatively positive clubhouse guy. Um, I can't substantiate that. I can't substantiate anything. But he hits righties, 871 OPS. And then against uh, he hits lefties. And against righties, that OPS is still 786. So to me, that's like Grichuk with um, – you know, probably better defense. You know, I, I just am not impressed by Gritchick's defense. Fam probably is not going to be that exciting either. But I just think as a rental package, Fam and Brooks Raley, we'll talk about Brooks Raley more in our next video. Um, I think that might be just an easy ready-made, this is how you do a uh, trade deadline is one fell swoop with uh, Tommy Fam and Brooks Raley. But we'll talk to you about relievers in our next video, which will drop a little later tonight. Again, we're about 25, 24, but 23 and a half hours from the trade deadline. And these were the five or six bats that we think would be the best fit as the deadline gets closer. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Locked On Twins and the Locked On Twins Quick Hit.